Want to go on a road trip? Then hitch your ride with Hayley. Would you go with me? If we were lost in fields of clover. Wednesdays, 10 a.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. Wednesday morning and welcome to Hitch a Ride with Hayley. My name is Hayley Wheatley and I'm excited to see you all with me today. Of course it is a very special day in the UK today which we will come to later which is the pivotal centre of our show. But first let me see who's checking in in the chat room with us. We have Lee Hamilton in with us today. He says hi Hayley joined in as I work from home. Well good morning to you gorgeous. Great to have you with us. Sandra Burns you've put some amazing gifs here in the chat room. Great great uh 
Remembrance Day GIFs. Uh, they're lovely. They're poppies. Absolutely fab. Uh, welcome. Hello to Carly Lowther and good morning to you, Jim Stankiewicz. How are you doing? Anna Christina is saying hi, Hayley, and everyone finally able to hitch a ride again. How exciting to have you with us, Anna Christina. Thank you for joining us today. Our first one today was a track called Baby I'm Jealous, and the dance is of the same name. It's choreographed by Will Boss and Regina Chung and seemed a perfect song to to start our day because where we're going today boy will everyone be jealous of us i'm going to take you on a tour first of all around south america and then we're going to go on safari in africa so buckle up your seatbelt. we are ready to go because our first stop today is going to be santiago santiago in chile and uh, your entry point is underrated guys as we set out here today because santiago really is an amazing place shouldered by two the andean peaks this city is home to an eclectic blend of glassy skyscrapers and forested parks. Tackle it from the ground up with its tier of open air street galleries. There's lots of great places to see in Santiago, especially in the Italian quarter. And of course, we couldn't start off our day without some facts. So let's look at some Chilean facts. Did you know that Chile has the largest permanent civilian settlement on the continent of Antarctica? It's called Villas Las Estrellas and has a summer population of 150 and a winter population of 80. That sounds cool. And Chile is uh, the longest and thinnest country. Indeed, uh, it is the longest from north to south. It looks actually like kind of a giant noodle as it's more than 400 kilometers long but only 170 kilometers wide. It has a great shape for travelers, road trips especially. You can just go from the top to bottom or bottom to top and to Chile all you like as everything lies within short distance from the main backbone of the road that runs through it. And Chile also is the driest place on earth. The Atacama Desert is a uh, driest thanks to cloud shadow formed by the Andes. In average, it rains only 15 millimeters a year for most of the year. There are no clouds, which makes it the perfect place for night sky photography. Many observatories with extraterrestrial radio signal search stations are located here. And also NASA uses Valley of the Moon in the Atacama Desert for research as the surface itself is so similar to the surface condition in Mars. So as as we go here we will travel this world and we will discover lots and it seemed appropriate that our next song is a newish dance and it is called oceans will climb when the caravan west like your wings have grown when you find the north star it'll guide you home there's another thing
That's a cool dance there. Oceans Will Climb, choreographed by Roy Vidonk, Guillaume Richard, and Sebastian Holtland. And it's perfect. Live the life you want to live, which is exactly what we're hoping to do after COVID, I'm sure. We're talking about traveling the world today, like we do on Hit to Ride every week. And of course, South America is pretty far away. So I'm wondering as well, if you're in the chat room today, where is the furthest you have been? The furthest away from home? Uh, I would say the furthest for me is the South Pacific because that's quite a way down at the bottom of the earth. How about you? Where's the furthest you, you have traveled? Where's the furthest you would like to travel? And if you're not from the UK, do you want to come here? Just curious. As we're traveling today, we're going around South America and uh, we are I've been set taking you on this imaginary journey with you with me today I'm going with you and I hope that you enjoy it uh, we did start out in Santiago we're in Chile and I'm going to take you to the Chilean Patagonia and we're going to travel from there to Ushuaia now a dawn flight is what we need here to, to head south uh, due south we're going to see scenery shift to the ragged wind buffeted fjords and sparsely vegetated terrain of Patagonia at its best from October to April after landing in Punta Arenas we're going to hire a car and drive to the desolate road to Puerto Natales and onwards to the regional dune Torres del Pane epitomizing the essence of Patagonia. This national park actually throngs with trails to snow-riddled peaks, would you believe? Back in Punta's arenas, your carriage awaits. A thrilling five-day expedition cruise sounds good to me, to Yeshua, and hold on to your hats, because this exhilarating sailing route around the Cape Horn headland is 
typified by fierce squalls and moody skies. But breaching humpback whales, can you imagine? Breathtakingly scenic tidewater and the profound sense of being at the absolute end of the earth, more than make up for any bad weather that we might accomplish. And uh, 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 just another little fact here, the origin of the name Patagonia, the most famous region of South America spreads between Chile and Argentina. The name Patagonia comes from the word Patagon, natives that were perhaps twice the size of the average European in those days. And that's where the name came from. They said they all had big bodies and big feet. Very interesting there. And as you hear, the weather can be quite temperamental, uh, but whatever the weather, we'll enjoy it. Personally, I always prefer it nice and warm. And again, let me know if how the weather is where you are at the moment. This next one is a bit of Kane Brown. Talking of the weather, it's called short skirt weather. Oh my baby's made for short skirt weather. Yes, she made me wear summer. We'll just go on forever. From them yellow polka dots, from blue jeans to leather. Oh my baby's made for short skirt weather. them jaws drop but ain't nobody looking at me they're all too busy staring at what she ain't wearing can you blame her it's a hundred degrees yeah all them girls are jealous cause they want a beer making country boys hearts explode oh my baby's made for short skirt weather yeah she made me wear summer we'll just go on forever from come on now Weekdays, 8 to 9.30 a.m. UK time. It's time to wake up with Willie. Live from Scotland, join Willie Brown for breakfast on Line Dancer Radio. 
Yes, and of course Willie did a fantastic job of opening the day up today for Remembrance Day 2020 and you can catch him every weekday morning. He will be back on Monday and excitingly so, Willie is in the chat room at the moment. I asked you how far you had travelled and what was the furthest and Willie says, furthest I've travelled was to Seoul in Korea. Don't know if I've ever mentioned that before, he says. Actually, Willie, I think I've heard you mention it on your show once or twice, funny enough. And Sandra Burns is here as well in the chat room. Hayley, furthest I've travelled. And you need to say no more, Sandra. I can see the Disney castle there. Oh, yes, I can. And Willie is saying, is this Paris? And uh, Sandra shared another picture, which makes me presume that it is indeed Orlando. But you know what? I don't care which one it is. They're both amazing. They're both Disney castles. And I'll try not to talk too much Disney on today's show. Very exciting. Sarah Jalkinen is in the house too. She says, hi, Hayley and all. Hope you are well. No Zoom meeting today, this time of day, like I usually have every Wednesday. So I'm able to tune in for a while. Oh, it's so exciting to see you, Sarah. It's great to have you with us. We are traveling a little bit through South America and we are traveling at the moment from Chile, which is where we've come from. We're going to go uh, and travel uh, via Ushuaia to Buenos Aires. And now, so we have been on a little cruise there. I'm taking you on this lovely imaginary trip with me today. I hope you enjoy it. Grab a drink in your hand because once back on dry land and we've crossed into Argentine territory, we're going to really let down our hair. The country's southernmost settlement, Ushuaia, sits in a craggy amphitheater of mountains. Find your sea legs again if you want to do a speed boat tour as soon as we hit in because apparently if you go there to Matilo Islands, it's fantastic. We may need to get a flight though. Uh, Argentina is very big. So we'll go onwards to El Calafate, uh, which is about one and a half hours flight. Uh, But we're within striking distance then of the duck egg blue Perito Moreno Glacier. Um, And uh, best appreciated from up close this glacier. So if you head there, what you can actually do is get out and climb upon the glacier itself and it would be absolutely amazing to do that uh, cowboy country next yes check into a charming former ranch of course we had to do this on our tour we're line dancers we need to head to the ranch ranch and this particular one we are going to go to is called Estancia La Stella uh, for afternoons spent trotting on your trusty steed along the mountain hemmed waters of the uh, Vidima Lake and evenings overindulging on steak and red wine as long as they're wine there is wine i'm in you know i love my wine some of patagonia's finest hiking will await in that area too uh there is a place called los glaciares uh, which is near that glacier i was talking about Uh, it's a national park stippled with gravity defying granite peaks and wind blasted forests now if you remember last week we went on a walking holiday in the uk first but this sounds so much more exciting if you want to hike in that area i am going to take you again further into argentina next it would be a flight again from this area a three and a half hour flight north to be exact and that would take us to the capital the buenos aires capital a city famed for its glamorous inhabitants and posh neighborhoods and of course if you are an evita fan for that too and let's see we need some little Argentinian facts here before we go on to our next track. 
So did you know Argentina is the second largest country in South America, second only to Brazil? And uh, most of the grocery stores or the verdulerias, uh, my Spanish is not so good when I talk fast, <laughs> verdulerias in the city are run by Bolivian immigrants. You would think I would learn fast. There's small, a lot of small Chino supermarkets there too. They're all run by uh, Chinese people and almost every second block you will find one throughout the capital. No kidding. And you will find the most nece necessary groceries you want to buy to create the most exquisite meals. If you are a woman and visit Buenos Aires, you will have to get used to the fact that Portanian men open the door for you and will wait for you to go through and an open door before they go through it. it it happens everywhere the metro the supermarket the bank etc so never expect a gentleman to enter before you ladies which is nice that there is still the, the gallant gentleman in the world willing to do that um, in fact, Portenius are huge fans of sending each other voice messages through WhatsApp too. If you're on the streets, you'll notice it's not unusual to see people on maybe the bus or the underground speaking quietly to their mobiles, holding them in a kind of weird position in front of their faces. This normally just means they're in the middle of sending a voice message as they prefer this to typing the messages out. Um, uh, a word used there, the word negro or negro cabeza is used by Portenius not to refer to the color of somebody's skin, uh, but to uh, talk about whether they are educated or not. Um, in fact, uh, negro cabeza actually translates to uh, black face or black head. Um, so it, it seems really that um, it comes from their meaning that that person is black in a sense that they're in the dark, that they're not as educated as other people. Uh, so it definitely doesn't refer to the color of their skin, more to their knowledge. Watering the concrete is the most natural part of house cleaning in Buenos Aires too. You will see it. It properly helps cool down uh, the area. But seriously, guys, I don't know. Is it necessary? Do we know? Uh, when you order coffee in Buenos Aires, you will also always get served a little glass of water. This is to prevent dehydration, which I absolutely adore because uh, I'm very big on dehydration. I'm always telling my dancers, go get a drink, go get a drink. Uh, so very interesting as we travel around. Of course, I love the musical Evita. I don't know if it's in your top three, guys, or if you're musical fans at all. But there was a fantastic dance done by Maggie Gallagher a few years back. And it is to a song from the Evita soundtrack. It seemed very appropriate for now while we're in Buenos Aires, letting our hair down. Uh, the song is Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. And the dance was simply called Argentina. <laughs> Explain how I feel that I still need 
Argentina. It feels like we're really in Argentina now after listening to that. Huh? Any fans of musicals in the chat room? I am asking. And uh, we have a great gif there from Sandra Burns. And it's Madonna in there. And of course, she played Evita in the musical. She was actually a very good Evita. I've never been a massive Madonna fan, but she was fantastic in that role. Good morning, Joan Ord. How lovely to see you with us. Great, great that you're joining us on our travels today. I've shared a little picture of that Glacier Park in the chat room if you're there with me too. And Anna Christina is saying, I love musicals. That is so good. I do too, uh, Anna. Can I ask you if Evita would come in your top 10? Are you a fan of that particular musical? It is one of my favourites, along with things like Les Mis. Absolutely love that one too. Nikki Napier is joining us. Hello, Nikki. How are you, my lovely? She says, hi, Hayley. Hi, everyone. And she says, love that song. I say it every time you come into the chat room, Nikki, but you would sing that beautifully. I always think that about every track. We are on our little travels today. I hope you're enjoying coming around South America with me. Of course, hence that last track, we have been in Buenos Aires and I hope you've enjoyed it. Definitely those coffees there, although I think I'm ready for something a little bit stronger. Where am I going to take you next? Well, we're going to go via Celta to San Pedro and we're going to hop on a plane for this because we need to fly to get to the picturesque northern city of Celta. Catch live sounds at a buzzing peña, which is a folk music club that you can get in that part of the world. Then test your head for altitude with a tour of the Humahuaca Canyon. Uh, this is a mountain canyon enclosed by rippled rainbow layered earth. It sounds stunning. Cross back onto Chilean soil via the long but picturesque 12 hour bus journey. And if you do ever in real life travel around South America, you will very much so get used to a bus because there are bus journeys that will get you everywhere. So we are going to go on this 12-hour bus journey and we're going to go through lunar landscapes of parched ochre desert and volcanoes to San Pedro de Atacama. From this dusty one-horse town, throw in a four-day side trip, yes please, to Bolivia and the shimmering white perspective bending salt flats of the Salar de Uni. Now, we are going to head on to the next and final leg of our journey now. We're going to take a shuttle, which will only cost us about 10 UK pounds, or the equivalent of, to the regional airport Calama, and then we're going to go onward by plane to Santiago. Now, we've been here before, so connect with your flight to Chile's most mystical place, Rapa Nui. Uh, this is also known as Easter Island, and this is definitely something that's on my bucket list. I have always fancied Easter Island. Um, you want to get to Easter Island, though, you've got about a five-hour trip there. Five hours and 15, if I want to be exact. Uh, the locals, the Pol Pol Polynesian roots there, imbue it with a distinctly mellow, unchillian vibe. And you'll want to soak up the tropical atmosphere on the silky white sands of palm-clad Anakina Beach before hiring a four-week a tour or a four-day tour to the rest of your journey. You can spend as long as you want in South America. I'm going to get ready to leave here now, but you can enjoy it if you want. Uh, one thing to do there is 
uh, visit the lovely human stone monoliths. Uh, they're known as Maui's there. Uh, do not miss it. And also, don't forget the Polynesian dancing there. Some amazing Polynesian dancing you can experience there. Uh, now, I am going to take you on to one of my favorite Polynesian songs. Okay, I did promise I wouldn't go out all Disney on you today, but this is such a great song. And it's sang by The Rock. Like, who knew The Rock? could sing. Seriously, Moana is one of my favourite Disney movies and there is a dance to this one indeed. It's choreographed by Tanya Giles and there's another one by Susan Dodge. So if you want a line dance to this one, get on Coppernob or Line Dancer Web and have a look. <laughs> okay, okay. I see what's happening, yeah. Face to face with greatness and it's strange You don't even know how you feel It's adorable Well, it's nice to see that humans never change Open your eyes, let's begin Yes, it's really me, it's Maui, breathe it in I know it's a lot, the hair, the bod When you're staring at a demigod What can I say except you're welcome for the tides, the sun, the sky Hey, it's okay, it's okay, you're welcome I'm just an ordinary giving guy Hey, what has two thumbs and pulled up the sky When you were waddling, yay, hide this guy When the nights got cold, who stole you fire from down below <laughs> Look at him, yo, oh Also I lasso the sun Stretch your days and bring you fun Also I harness the breeze You're welcome to fill your sails and shake your trees So what can I say except you're welcome For the islands I pull from the sea There's no need to pray, it's okay, you're welcome ha! I guess it's just my way of being me Honestly, I could go on and on I could explain every natural phenomenon The tide, the grass, the ground Oh, that was Maui just messing around I killed an eel, I buried its guts Sprouted a tree, now you got coconuts What's the lesson? What does it take away? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway And the tapestry here in my skin Is a map of the victories I win Look where I've been, I make everything happen Look at them, me, 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 Maui Just take it, get that Thank you. I absolutely love that song. I have squeezed my little bit of Disney in today. You know I love it, guys. You know, Disney and wine and I'm happy, honestly. Uh, some great gifs popping up in the chat room in Ode there to the Maui that we see on the gifs, of course, from the movie. Has everybody seen Moana? Have you seen it? Moana and Coco are must-watches, and I keep saying that. If you haven't, you got to watch them. Um, good and welcome into the chat room. F good morning, Phil Wheatley. He's saying morning all 
all you sound great as usual. Haley, of course, he's my other half. Thank you. Jim, <laughs> this is a great GIF. Furthest I've traveled. It's Yoda with a Starbucks. <laughs> it sounds like somewhere I would like to travel to, Jim, if I'm honest. Uh, and again, great, great GIFs there from Willie Brown and Sandra Burns. Uh, a little bit of Disney in our lives. And we were talking about that very long bus ride. And Phil Whitley is saying, your bus ride will be better than mine. I'm currently having a cheeky listen while training a new driver on the Middlesbrough to Hartlepool route. Lovely to see you're working hard there then, <laughs> Phil. Julie Lockton, hello. Uh, she says, I am about to go to work, so we'll catch up, but we will always remember them. A lovely remembrance. Jeff shared by Julie there. Have a fantastic day at work, Julie. I hope you're going to enjoy yourself. Uh, well, we are, before we stop for that silence, of course, we are still going to continue in our journey. We have been around South America and I hope you've loved it. I personally love to go to that area of the world for the dancing and the wine. Uh, always second to none, as we've heard in previous weeks. And we are going to go somewhere new now. We're going to go to Africa on some safaris. We are going to try out the safaris there and see which is our favorite. And of course, the most important thing is animals and who likes animals. So we're going to be talking animals in the chat room. Now, do you have a favorite animal that you've always wanted to see? I would love to know about it. Uh, I absolutely love giraffes. I was on one of those drive-through safaris in Holland, actually. Uh, was it last year? I lose track of the time, possibly the year before. And we had the best time and we had this gorgeous giraffe that tried to stick its head through our window uh, to get my apple. <laughs> and when we didn't let him in, we put the window up. He was making a lot of noise on the roof because he really wanted to share my apple. But I have fond memories of that. Uh, I absolutely love the giraffes, uh, the elephants. I love them all. I love them all. Do you have a favorite, guys? Let me know. We're going to kick off our journey in Africa just after this. Come and join multi-award winning DJ and Crystal Boot Hall of Fame member Dave Baycroft for the monthly chart show, Saturdays 12 till 3, exclusively online dancer radio.
I absolutely love that song. It's by E-Type, who are better known for Hold Your Horses fame. And you've got three dance choices there if you want to pick up a dance for that one today. You've got one choreographed by Gary Steele in the UK, one by Marie Sorensen from Denmark, and one by Gordon Elliott from Australia. So great choices. We're heading to Africa, guys. We are going to have a little break in the middle, but throughout today's show, I'm going to take you to six different places throughout Africa on safari and see which is our favorite of course we're gonna tour we don't want to stay still in one place for too long and i'm asking in the chat room what is your favorite animal so feel free to share any gifs or any photos and let me know um i'm looking specifically for animals that may be in africa that you may have wanted to see in the wild i also love tigers i really love tigers are one of my favorite animals uh, jenny bradshaw is checking in with us morning Haley, and all listening while clearing through my dvd collection Oh, that sounds like a big job, Jenny. Thanks for having us on in the background. Sandra Burns has put a great gif there. That's a little chameleon there. How cute. Joan Order saying, my favorite is the elephant, but I like all wildlife. How cool. And Jim, once again, always making me giggle you. You've put on my favorite animal and it's Animal from the Muppet Show. I'm quite partial to him too, but I don't know if we would ever see him on an African safari. Perhaps we would, actually. He might be there too. Joan Ord, great gif there of an elephant. Sandra Burns, great elephant gif also. We are just looking at what we may see on those safaris there as we enjoy them uh i i I just love them all i love the giraffes i really do uh great lion there sandra burns too oh what a lovely gif it's that gif where the lion hugs the person uh are beautiful beautiful and for people who say they're just animals indeed i don't think that people realize just how lovely animals can be anna christina is saying i would love to see giraffes those huge vegetarians and she says at least i think they are i can only confirm anna that they do like apples or indeed i met a giraffe that once wanted to share mine here's a question um i only found this out well probably as i turned 30 what the name of the little horns that giraffes have on their head are called they have a special name and sometimes the men use them to to give each other a little nudge um what is the name of them if you know post in the chat room because i'd love to see if anybody else knows what they are uh great if there, sandra of a little koala how cute is he and uh the kangaroo you'll certainly see those in safaris around the world and is that a sloth in that i have i just 
just watched a TED Talk the other day about sloths. And if anybody hasn't experienced TED Talks on YouTube, some of them aren't so great, but some of them are amazing. The one about sloths was really quite funny. So if you want to watch that and looking for something to do to learn a little bit more about the sloth, it was very, very interesting. So I'm going to take you first to Rwanda. We're going to go to a safari, uh, the Big Five Beauty Safari in Akagera, Rwanda. Um, and Rwanda is known for gorillas, but it is more than mountain gorillas. It's home to Africa's prettiest Big Five Park. It was once devastated by civil unrest, but it has had resounding converse, converse, uh, conservation success. As I say that, that's a mouthful, but um, they've brought it together beautifully and uh, been able to make it such a wonderful habitat for animals. Imagine a mini Serengeti crossed with England's Lake District. That's what you, you can imagine it will look like, where elephants, rhinos, lions, leopards, and buffaloes live among the golden sav savannas. Uh, you've got it with uh, fringed with lovely wetlands and rolling hills. Um, it's a beautiful, soothful and soulful area. So if you're looking for just beauty generally, this one in Rwanda is for you. Uh, you can stay there in a lovely mid-range eco lodge with comfy tented rooms amid towering fig trees. And uh, friendly staff apparently create a great vibe there too. I wonder if you can eat the figs off the tree. That would be very cool. Um, and yet uh, a lot of different animals roam these plains, but birds do steal the limelight. Spot endangered crested cranes, prehistoric looking shoebills and riotly colourful kingfishers. Uh, you can see lots of lovely wildlife on the Kilala Plains. And you can see things from, as I say, lumpy buffaloes and elephants to amazing herds of animals that stride across this savannah area. Wildlife generally, though, isn't as prolific here as it could be in some better known parks. So you be warned, you may have some long drives to check these out, but it's all down to the luck of the draw on the day. It definitely sounds like something I'd like to run the risk with. Um, and our first place here, you can also see a lot of uh, unusual things. And here's a tip. Ask to take the little known behind the scenes tour of the headquarters of or patrol the perimeter fence with community guides. Both provide a rare and fascinating insight into the running of the park and what its conservation actually entails. Uh, also, another thing you can do there is advark safaris. That sounds interesting. Uh, you can go for a four-night all stay inclusive stay at the camp uh, which will take you on this advark safari if you so wish to include it all sounds very great to me and a great opportunity to check out some of the wildlife so there we have it our first rwanda park uh, very quiet lovely lovely scenery and lots of animals to be seen wild animals at that which gives me a great excuse for our next one let's get wild
Ricky Napier, a fortnightly show featuring our line dance bands and vocalists, including guest appearances. Wednesdays, 2 p.m. UK time. Join Jenny's Jukebox and discover a world of unused tracks to choreograph to. Featuring the US Country Billboard charts. Thursdays, 10pm UK time. Online Dancer Radio. Everyone place your bets and join Tino Herger for the Line Dance Roulette Show. Every Saturday, 9 to 11am UK time. Here on Line Dancer Radio. Line Dancer Radio, launched in July 2018 and growing fast. Meet the team and check out our shows. Tune in via the website, the apps, or with Alexa. So much variety and choice. A fantastic team of DJs bringing you non-stop line dance music. Line Dancer Radio, the best online radio station. Against my window Sweet memories I can't stand the rain Against my window Bringing back sweet memories I can't stand the rain Against my window Cause you're not here with me Here when the pain Do you remember How sweet it used to be When we were together Everything Can't stand the rain Against my window 
Cause she's not hearing me there I can't stand the rain that's a Jill Weiss dance and I am going to take us back to some rainy parts of Africa very very soon we have some great comments popping up in the chat room but if it's okay I'm going to take just a few minutes of your time here because we're going to prepare for our 11 o'clock two minute silence and if you're joining us from another country I know this is a British tradition and I will explain a little bit that we hold this silence today on the 11th of the 11th the 11th day of the 11th month to commemorate the ending of World War One and honor those who sadly lost their life in the wars. Remembrance Sunday is also marked each year. This falls on the second Sunday in November and uh, the war ended actually over, over a century ago now and uh, we're still, at, I think it affects us in so many ways. I know uh, my grandparents would have been toddlers at the time but I do hear the stories and the war ended in uh, 1918 which is 102 years ago now the first two minute silence in the UK was held on the 11th of November 1919 the year following when King George suggested that we have a two minute silence uh, he asked the public to observe this in honor of those that lost their lives in World War One um, and uh, of course we all wear the red poppies you may have seen the red poppies going about this is a symbol of remembrance and hope for us um, and I will tell you a little bit more about that. Um, Willie Brown played a fantastic poem on his show this morning if you heard this and I have one too. This is a very famous poem by Robert Binion. Um, he was alive from 1869 to 1943 and he had this published in the Times newspaper on the 21st of September 1914 and it really sims, sums up uh, this period of time. Have a listen. With proud thanksgiving, a mother for her children, England mourns for her dead across the sea. Flesh of her flesh they were, spirit of her spirit, fallen in the cause of the free. Solemn the drums thrill, death august and royal, sings sorrow up into immortal spheres. There is music in the midst of desolation, and a glory that shines upon our tears. They went with songs to the battle. They were young, straight of limb, true of eye, steady and aglow. They were staunch to the end against odds uncounted. They fell with their faces to the foe. They shall grow not old as we that are 
left grow old. Age shall not weary them, nor the years condemn. At the going down of the sun and in the morning, we will remember them. They mingle not with their laughing comrades again. They sit no more at familiar tables of home. They have no lot in our labor of the daytime. They sleep beyond England's foam. But where our desires are and our hopes profound, felt as a wellspring that is hidden from sight, to the innermost heart of their own land they are known, as the stars are known to the night, as the stars that shall be bright when we are dust, moving in marches upon the heavenly plain, as the stars that are starry in the time of our darkness, to the end, to the end, they remain. I think that's really beautiful, actually. I hope uh, that everybody uh, can can relate to, uh, at home, what they are going through. I did put a little post up this morning and say, you know, these COVID times have really affected us in so many ways. And yet, despite the disruption, the poverty that has kind of come from it, the loss of life, which is tragic, it doesn't really compare as much to what was happening a hundred years ago from now. Because... uh, people were kissing goodbye to their sons, to their brothers, to their husbands, to their fathers, and they knew they wouldn't see them again. And they knew that it would be the most gruesome way that they could give their lives. But they did it through bravery. They did it through respect for their country, patriotism, loyalty. And I get so proud when I see people wearing that poppy these days. It is a symbol. And the reason we choose the poppy, of course, was because in all those bleak fields in Flanders, the bright red flowers would stand. They would be sometimes in the thousands upon thousands there. Please take a moment now to put your, uh, we'll set our time aside and take a moment, two minutes silence, to remember those that lost their lives in the First World War.
Thanks so much, guys, for sharing that moment with me. Uh, I just want to take the opportunity to play a wartime-related track next. During the First World War, this was the most popular song, and now it is iconized by the wonderful D-Day darlings as they sing this one. This one is called Keep the Home Fires Burning.
I shouldn't be allowed on public platform because I've just cried my eyes out listening to the lyrics of that. My goodness, I can't imagine living in that time. I really can't. Some great messages in the chat room here. Joan Ord, lest we forget Remembrance Day. Um, and she shared a wonderful picture there of the D-Day darlings who were singing that last track. That's fantastic. They have amazing voices. And if you like music from that era, do check them out because they have done so many covers of so many wonderful tracks. I want to read this one here by Willie Brown, a comment here. He says, thank you, Hayley, and thank you for going into more detail and presenting it more eloquently than I did earlier. Indeed, I don't feel I did, Willie. Uh, you inspired me this morning. Indeed, it was wonderful. You presented it amazingly. Uh, don't sell, sell yourself short, bud, because you are amazing. Absolutely. All right. I'm going to come back to the other messages in the chat room t uh, soon. But first, I just want to whisk you back onto this African safari. We have had to touch down in the UK, as you need to, for the most important things. And of course, we can get back to our journey now. And uh, although it was a very important stop off, our journey is still going to be amazing. I am taking you around Africa this week. We are going to many different safaris and our first one this week was the Big Five Beauty in Rwanda and that was very scenic with wonderful animals. And the next one I'm going to take you to is in Zimbabwe. It's called the Wild One and it's nicknamed the Wild Dog One and you'll find out why. It's in Manipul, Zimbabwe and it is a UNESCO World Heritage Site. It lies on the southern shores of the mighty Zambezi. And uh, we're going to go here and we can get here by either walking or driving to the visitor centre. And when you're there you can canoe and camp and you can do it even without a guide. In the shadow of purple-hued uh, scenery the Zambezi's floodplains are studded with mahogany woodlands and they give this remote park its charm indeed elephants we were talking about them and hippos are there they thrive along the winding river that runs through this park Zambezi expeditions is an upmarket but unpretentious bush camp on the riverbank and you have a resident hippo his name is Mitch and he sometimes emerges and joins the people there for breakfast I'd love to meet him You'll find four of the big five here. Uh, of course, the big five uh, being the the elephants, the rhinos, the lions, and the giraffes. And who did I forget? The buffaloes. So, uh, but it's best known. Although rhinos can be absent, uh, they are absent there. It's best known for its charismatic African wild dogs. And these are also known as painted wolves because of their markings and colorings. They do look like they've been painted, but they're a sight to see, especially when they're in their packs. Manor's walking safaris are among the best you can get in Africa. And are, are the guides there, the Zimbabwe's guides, are just fantastic too. You get to know so much as you travel there and you can truly and safely get up and close to elephants, lions and those endearing painted wolves that we were talking about. But um, my track that I played, my last line dance track, was that I Can't Stand the Rain one by Jill Weiss, uh, the seal song, and it's because getting caught in the rain is just no fun here. The black cotton soil that is native to there, it sticks to tires and it makes the tracks just completely impassable. Uh, you've got to avoid the rain if you're visiting here and the way to do that is by visiting between May and September. 
uh, ask your guide to look for Fred Astaire and Boswell. Now, these are two famous elephants who have learnt to rise up onto their hind legs to reach for pods high up in the Alvida trees. Uh, some Fari consultants there will be able to give you all this information. And this site is just a little bit different here in Zimbabwe if you want to try that one. I'm going to go into another rain related song again because we do want to avoid that rain. But this one is a Demusk one. It's Have You Ever Seen the Rain? Oh, 
Rod Stewart there, dance choreographed by D-Musk. Have you ever seen the rain? And I'm going to come back to the chat room because, of course, we took a little bit of a time out and it was to talk about the saddest purpose, that wartime and the Remembrance Day that we are taking our time out for now. Anna Christina put a fantastic point in the chat room. She said, wars have effect, have had an effect on people's lives for generations everywhere in the world. And indeed, that's true. If you think back in history, it is heartbreaking to think of all the lives that have been lost sometimes for the most pointless and selfish purposes um very sad great point though anna christina thank you for that i'm gonna just take us back to our chatter about animals which we were just just kind of going over before that we were talking about tigers there's even a ticket gif in the chat room here from sandra burns and a lovely tiger one thank you i was saying i love tigers i also asked do you know what the little little horns on a giraffe's head are called they have a specific name and did anybody know it uh willie brown is saying i know i know um <laughs> anna christina is saying yep another one from your random fact treasury willie and he's saying oh i haven't used that one yet you must use it willie you must um he is saying they're called aussie cones indeed they are we have a few here getting it right sandra burns is saying Haley, giraffes have prominent horn-like structures called ossicones, which are formed from ossified cartilage covered in skin and fused to the skull and the parietal bones. Um, brilliant points. And then she's put love wiki. <laughs> but great, great information there, Sandra. Thank you for that. Joan Ord is saying the same. Ossicones read giraffe horns. Males sometimes use them to fight off other males. They indeed do. Fantastic. Now, if you're in the chat room, have a look at this picture too that I can see. This is Lee Hamilton has shared this. He says, this Haley was taken in South Africa in 2007. Not only do we have a lovely baby-faced Lee there, but look at those gorgeous baby lions in that picture. He says, loved those lion cubs. Oh, indeed, this is a gorgeous uh, uh, photo. And what an experience that would have been, Lee. Wow, how lucky are you to have done that? Amazing. Would love to go to South Africa. Uh, so uh, we are just talking about rainy weather as well, getting wild. We've got some great gifs from Sandra and Jim. Ross Brown is also in the house. He says, good morning, Hayley Bailey and listeners. Hope we're all well. I didn't want to get out of bed this morning. Then I remembered I had a radio show to do. So thought, hmm, I should get up. Indeed, come with us, Ross, around Africa as you get ready for your show. Remember, you can catch up with Ross after me. And HP Lowe is here too. He's in the chat room. Greetings from London. Greetings to you too, my lovely. We are just traveling on the safari and enjoying some different, different types of safari. They're not all the same. They're all quite different. And while I was playing that last Have You Ever Seen the Rain of Dee's, she's come into the chat room too. She's been listening. Morning, Haley and everyone. Oh, I just walked into this playing. Mwah. Thank you, Dee. Perfect timing. I must say so myself. So we're going to go elsewhere in Africa at the moment. We're going to go to this secret classic safari that is in the Serengeti in Tanzania. Uh, endless golden savannas here, wild beasts in their thousands and predators waiting to pounce as there always is. Serengeti evokes quintessential Africa and of course we will have seen it in the Lion King movie as well, the Serengeti. Avoid the crowds by heading there early and you can get to all the classic big cat countries areas. Vast plains dotted with granite places. There's, this is the home to gazelles too. Hundreds of zebras and prides of lions. Of course there is. Napping under lone areas, uh, trees. And uh, your nearest neighbours 
from this area are an hour's drive away. So secluded it indeed is. Uh, Namiri's Plains luxury and sophistication will uh, wow you with its remoteness. You can have luxury even in this area. You stay in the camp, you can stay in a lodge or you can stay in a hotel in that area before you set out on your tour of the Serengeti. Sip cocktails by the pool, melt with a massage in the spa, or simply watch the wildlife from your secluded suite. That sounds like a holiday to me. Cocktails with safari wildlife. Perfect. Um, until recently, uh, to researchers studying big cats, uh, these areas have been their first port of call. The plains around the Namiri are renowned for superb sightings of lions, cheetahs, and uh, also this famous great wild beast migration that many talk about. Namiri's guidelines have followed their big cats for years so they can share their entire life stories and characters with you and indeed many of them are followed from birth to death and if, they, if you go there you can probably find out the names or the specifications about some of these li lions there and this just adds a fascinating dimension to sightings I think to learn a little bit about the lions themselves. Uh, the Manic Wild Beast River crossings uh, to Kenya's Masai Mara are not too far away from here too. You can stay here or further north or you can go near the Mara River or the Lamai Wedge if you want to see all these animals in all their glory. The Serengeti isn't just about migration. You can visit the northern area and see it even when the wild beasts are gone because you'll be able to see all its beauty there, the beautiful sunsets and some of the animals including rhinos will be there too. Uh, Expert Africa does tours here and it's one of their highly recommended places with four night tours, beautiful hotels, great places to stay. It just sounds like the perfect holiday. I would love to go there and it seems of course I know I've already touched on Disney this week but I'm going to do it again because this is a cracking track. Um, I actually started choreographing something with uh, Claire and Steve Rutner in my kitchen to this and then we realised that the dancers were popping up just as we were looking at releasing. So you have some great dancers here for this one and of course I must firstly name Mr Ross Brown's dance to this. He is our LDR DJ and he is up next so he has a great dance out to this one. There was also one by Nathan Gardner and David Thomas and one by Carl Edwards too but it's just a cracking song. You can see why it is from The Lion King. King uh, soundtrack from the actual live action Lion King and the dance is called Never Too Late. If not all of it back I thought I was happy 
Join Ross on his travels Wednesday, 12 p.m. here on Line Dancer Radio. Yes, Ross will be with us next. Don't forget to tune in for that. Fantastic. That last one was one of his choreographies, Never Too Late. It was from The Lion King, the live-action version of the movie. Yes, I have to get my bit of Disney in today. Ross Brown is in the chat room. He says, oh, thanks, Hayley. Still love this song from The Lion King. Indeed, Ross, it's fantastic. And I have to confess, Ross, when I was looking for some Lion King tracks, I noticed three of them were yours. So uh, you do mock me for being a Disney fan, but actually, you're quite one yourself. You like Disney too. Come on, admit it. Uh, <laughs> welcome, Dave Morgan, in the chat room. Great, great uh, gif there with you. And uh, look at these photos. Uh, thanks for being with us today, Lee Hamilton, because these, these are amazing photos that you're sharing of, of course, when you were in Africa, your actual safari. Uh, he's got one there sitting on my window ledge, <laughs> which is funny because it's a monkey, Lee. It's not you and sat behind whilst we ate our lunch at the reserve, sat behind us, and it's a picture of this amazing bird. Isn't he grand? He looks fantastic. I think he just wanted a tip. And Lee Hamilton has shared another one in the chat room, and it's got a gorgeous little monkey in the background, and he says, which one's the monkey? <laughs> well, certainly you look very cheeky in that photo, Lee. I can see that little flair for mischief you have has never changed. Some great, great photos, great gifs there from Sandra Burns and Joan Ord too it's never too late and it isn't I totally love the sentiment of that song as well as the song itself because anything is possible you know I'm a believer in this and we're going to go around a couple more little safaris before we take a rest today so I'm going to take you next to Botswana now this is going to be dubbed the Bush Romance Safari because rumour has it that Harry and Meghan fell in love in Botswana. Have we got any Harry and Meghan fans in the chat room? Um, it's hardly surprising they fell in love there because the place in particular that we're heading to oozes romance and uh, the private reserve has lily-strewn waterways, star-filled night skies and sweet solitude. It sounds just divine. Uh, it's home there to actually five camps. There's the Kauai Private Reserve, which is a lush, watery wonderland, and residents there include elephants and lions, which amble along the floodplains while hundreds of hippos wallow in the lagoons there. Under a high-thatched roof, uh, Sable Alley Camp is an understated luxury, all-modern local art a venue with creamy sofas, a cool pool for those hot days, and the stylish honeymoon suite lies away in a discreet, distanced 
venue it sounds very interesting um it's a former hunting reserve quite historically has skittish wildlife wary of people um and you can understand why if it was a hunting reserve now we're switching to something i do not like at all hunting uh, but that's all changed now it's more relaxed with relaxed lions elephants buffaloes antelopes and even rare wild dogs all happily hanging around the venue waiting to party Romantics should drift along the mirror-like waterways in a Makoro, which is a dugout canoe, and you can do this and spot all sorts of creatures from reed frogs to hippos, and then you can go sip your sundown at G&Ts as the dusk descends. Oh, I thought the last place was my favourite. I'm now thinking this one. What do you think, guys? Do you have a favourite from these venues? The winter nights here between May and August can be bitterly cold. You must be warned to wrap up warm on early evenings, and uh, especially if you're going out on morning game drives especially in open vehicles but ask your guide to take you the, to the submerged hide where elephants come to drink they're totally oblivious to your presence and yet they're so close you could almost reach out and touch their lovely wrinkly trunks um, Abercrombie and Kent is the best place to book with they do four night safaris here and you can get domestic flights too it just sounds divine I love the thought of it oh my goodness and of course it is in Botswana which is right down in the southern part of Africa we've seen Lee's lovely pictures in the chat room of when he was in South Africa and Botswana is just above there it is in the south and it seems ideal for southern night of romance I'm going to play you this next track it is called Southern Nights. The choreography is by Amy Christian and it's a great old nostalgic track. Cold hand as he slowly walked. 
That was Southern Nights. That was Glen Campbell. That's one there by Amy Christie. And if you want to check out that dance, I think it's relatively new and a lovely one too. And so, of course, we are touring Africa at the moment. We've got some great comments in the chat room. We were just in Botswana, guys. It is that uh, has the reputation, I should say, of the place that Meghan and Harry fell in love. I was asking if there was any Meghan fans in the chat room. Sandra Burns said, I liked her in suits, but not so sure now, Haley. I've got to confess. I love all things American, but I am Team Kate when it comes to the Royals. I absolutely love Kate Middleton. Uh, we were talking as well about Ross's Disney choreographies, his Lion King choreographies. He's, and I said there was three of them that I spotted. Ross Brown has commented himself. He says only three. I'm sure there's at least a fourth one. There was Be Prepared, We Are One, It's Never Too Late, and Wimmerware. The first two I wrote as a kid, I was about nine or ten years old. Wow. He said it just happened to be a CD I had. Well, every tenure old loves the Lion King right I think you're just are you a little bit younger than me Ross you, then it would have been just around the time it was coming out when you were about nine or ten uh, I think it came out when I was 11 so very very cool I love Disney and of course I would have to ask you Ross do you still enjoy the Lion King now as you did when you were a kid anyone else got a little bit of a fetish for settling down and watching Disney movies. I guess we only watch them for our kids, right? Because we have to, of course. Uh, we are going to just go back for one last safari in Africa now. We're going to go to the family-friendly one while we're talking about family films. And uh, this one, I can hardly announce it. It's the Laikipia Plateau in Kenya. Laikipia. In north-central Kenya, the Laikipia Plateau hosts a patchwork of private reserves teeming with wildlife. Opeheta con Conservancy is ideal for families and for nurturing mini David Attenboroughs that you may have. With snow-capped mounts, uh, the Mount Kenya here dominates the skyline. The high plains of Opeheta are home to the East Africa's largest black rhino sanctuary and the last two northern white rhinos on earth. Wow, beautiful eco camp here is renowned for its high quality guides and it looks uh, out to a dam that entices plenty of wildlife. Its new family suite, which has just opened this year, uh, welcomes all families of all kinds and little ones over the age of six are warmly welcomed. Oh, that seems a bit discriminatory to our toddlers, doesn't it? But uh, all of the big five are seen here. Remember, we're talking about those big five animals. Um, the stars, of course, are the rhinos, uh, the two northern whites in specific, uh, and the endangered species enclosure is an unforgettable experience, and they're very well protected there. There is a junior ranger course there. Uh, while we welcome the families, this teaches the kids all about wildlife. It does remind me, again, without going all Disney, of the wildlife uh, experience in the animal kingdom. Kingdom. If you can take your kids there, go. Oh my goodness, it's amazing. They get their little books and they can be little Russell wildlife explorers. Uh, again, if you've seen the movie Up, you'll know what I'm referring to when I say little Russells. Uh, working through fun activities, though, here in Africa itself would create a massive amount of adventure for any children that want to go out there. 
At the end, they have to come together and say the ranger's oath and they get a certificate and a hat. Oh my goodness, I want to do it. Uh, don't be surprised to see cows too among the wildlife here. This is a working ranch. You'll see cows and cowboys. Uh, home to Baran cattle herds and this takes a slightly different edge off life on the wild side. So you can almost get your cowboy experience while being in Africa in Kenya. Wow, you can certainly turn these holidays into a learning opportunity and the youngsters can also learn how to track lions with some of the big rangers and they can pick up bush skills from the Maasai warriors that still live and work there. Uh, Yellow Zebra Safaris is one of the best ones you can get out there. Check it out if you want to go to Kenya. It will be amazing. I really want to go there now. I've enjoyed our journeys here with us, especially this last one. So we've we've experienced uh, five very different parks here, actually. Uh, the first one in Rwanda was scenic. The second one had those painted dogs, if you remember, um, in Zimbabwe. Uh, then we went to Tanzania, which was very luxurious with those massages you could get in the spa there. We went to Botswana, which was known for being romantic. And we finished at the family-friendly one. And the family-friendly one, you can also go to the ranch and see the cows there for a full cowboy experience. So let's have some cowboy-related songs up next. Yeah. 
Mondays at 9.30pm UK time, it's time to carry on up the line with Dave Morgan. Yes! It's the show where it all goes on. Get on Dave's poll or matron for the top 20 teach of the week and special guest appearances only on Line Dancer Radio. Oh, you shut your face! There, the first one was Bill and Currington, and the track was That's How the Country Boy Rolls. The dances of the same name and choreographed by Debbie O'Hara. Then we played Cowboy Truth again, it was Dance of the Same Name, a track by Alan Finlan, and the choreographer of that one is our very own Heather Barton. So, we are just we have had a little tour today, we are just traveling around today. Uh, some great comments in the t- chat room. Now, I've mentioned this on previous weeks, but sometimes. Some of the messages disappear and I miss them. It really, really sucks because uh, I've missed a great gif of the rock there from Sandra Burns earlier on. Uh, Jim Stankovich has also said, I think the videos of the rock telling his daughter that he's not, uh, oh, 
I should say his daughter telling him that he's not Maui are hilarious. Uh, I, I've watched the start of one of those. Fantastic. I'm going to have to watch them properly, Jim. Uh, we were talking about musicals earlier in the show. Anna Christina says, Evita might be number 10 on my best musicals list or just outside the top 10. There are so many great musicals and I do agree with that indeed. Uh, again, coming down, I've, a few gifs here have popped up that I'm just seeing for the first time. But there's some fantastic ones. If you're in the chat room, do check them out. Um, we've been around Africa here. Look, I'm seeing lots of great African gifs as I scroll. And of course, we went on to the subject of Disney movies. Joan Orders shared a lovely gif of Simba and Nala. Or is that Mufasa, his dad there in the gif? I think so. And Jim Stankiewicz is saying, Disney movies, question mark, me. Yes, Jim, I know you. And I also know the Jungle Book there in your gif is your favorite. Sandra Burns is saying, Haley, I love the kids' films. I watch them with or with without the kids good enough for me Sandra some great gifs there of some great movies finding Nemo Trolls Monsters Inc The Croods oh it's totally put me in the mood to go and watch some kids movies I've got to confess absolutely it's true it's true and some great cowboy gifs too all right we're nearing the end of the show we've only got 15 minutes left but uh, we're going to finish off with some of those FAQs I like to add now what I want to know if you're in the chat room again is do you complain if something is not right and this is travel related because you're on your holidays, something's not great. Are you a complainer or a non-complainer? Uh, I have a lot of friends who say, well, I never complain because it doesn't do any good. You complain, they give you a nod and that's it. And then I have other friends who've been upgraded immensely because of their complaints. I once complained to Disneyland Paris because when I was in the room, I actually ended up with a bite on my leg and I don't know what it was, but I freaked out and I said, I'm sure it was a bed bug. And of course, Disney are fantastic. They upgraded me for our next trip and the kids got free teddies and we got led first into breakfast. And if anyone's ever been to Disneyland Paris, you'll know the breakfasts there are chaotic. The queue can take you like an hour to stand in. Not at all like if you're staying in a Disney hotel, which is very, very different uh, in Orlando. Uh, Paris, I do hope if we ever get back there, they've rectified their breakfast scenarios. But it's always right to complain, right? It's always good. Uh, so how do you complain? Do you complain in person or do you complain by letter? Well, let me tell you, if you're going to write, you need a key phrase. The key phrase you need to put is, I feel I have been treated unfairly. This rings alarm bells as it's unfair treatment that will concern the ombudsman, i.e. the service you have paid for. So the key phrase, if you are doing it even by email or Twitter, use it. Um, tag in the CEO sometimes. If you know who the CEO is of a company, tag them in and let them see this email addresses and Twitter handlers uh, can be there by the thousands uh, but CEOs are very uh, it's very unusual they will look at it so they'll give you the very best treatment um, now who is the CEO of a company you may not always know but you can go to a website called ceoemail.com yes and get their actual email addresses how cool is that a key phrase could be hi I'm complaining in person to you because I can't actually do it in person uh, I'd like to speak to your supervisor please always works if you're 
meeting someone or can I ask your name please I will note that if you are ever speaking to anyone from a call center usually this doesn't work because they give you a false name anyway uh, another thing that we have tackled on the show is all-inclusive holidays and again you may be far from booking one of these at the moment but again it's a misconception that all-inclusive includes actually everything um, yeah it usually means your three buffet meals a day or sometimes served meals a day plus snacks and drinks on tap and yes all-inclusive should mean alcoholic drinks but beware that most resorts hold back their really good stuff their really good alcohol the posher restaurants, premium alcohol, excursions are usually always extra. And a lot of the water sports that are advertised with a hotel, these usually cost extra too. And there's a small charge for them. Make sure you always examine the small print to avoid disappointment. Okay. While we're talking about holidaying and we have lots more to tackle on the subjects next week, this sounds like a great track next. This one is called Home and Away, which is basically where we are now, home, and where we're thinking of being away, or where I always think of being. This one is choreographed by Sebastian Holtland. It's a really great track by James Dupre. <laughs> Everybody's got their reasons The deep down driving feeling To get them out the door every day Some awful fame and fortune A big house with a wraparound porch And some just got bills to pay As for me it's all about you Everything I need Is everything you do The way your arms pull me in Just like gravity The way your kiss brings me To my knees You get me high And I never want to come back down keeps rising Yeah, you keep it all together I can't look away when you walk in the room Everything I want is everything you do The way your arms pull me in Just like gravity Your love's what makes the world go 
that one. Okay, we were just talking about complaints and do you complain. I've just got a little bit of time to fit in a couple of these comments from the chat room. Sandra Burns is saying, Hayley, it would depend on what it was as to whether I would complain. On holiday in Malta, I woke up with my then husband shouting because there was, oh, I can hardly read this, cockroaches in my bed. I ended up with what looked like bites all over my legs. Oh, ow, Sandra. They changed our room, and when we opened our suitcase in the new room, a cockroach jumped out of the case. The hotel insisted we imagined it, and they were not bites. Oh, my goodness. That's terrible, Sandra. What an experience. Have you ever gone back to Malta after that? I don't know if I would want to. Certainly not to the same hotel, huh? Great advice here from Ross Brown. He says, I think all complaints should be in person all the time. I've had it with a dance social where it turned out the music was a tad loud, too loud for some folk. No one said a word at the time, but I could have gone on to do something about it. One person got in touch with me a few days later and by then there was nothing I could do about it. I absolutely see your point there, Ross, because it is something that could be fixed. I must say, I I was talking about me being compensated from Disney in Paris and that was via letter and it did work out well well on that occasion. It was appropriate because I got a second holiday out of it. <laughs> if I'd complained at the time, they might have fixed it there and then. It would have been one holiday. But absolutely, looking at that scenario with you, Ross, it would have just been so helpful. And definitely as teachers, we see that. And feedback for the show. If you have any complaints today, let me know. I can be so annoying sometimes and I'm very happy for you to tell me so. Uh, keep in touch. I do believe we should complain in life. If things aren't to our liking, there is nothing wrong with letting people know so. Uh, and on that thought, I am thinking about those drinks in that all-inclusive hotel and I'm going to finish with this one today. This is a Carrie Ann Green choreography, a lovely little beginner dance. It's pass me a beer and I think that's what I would like to go do, pass myself a beer. Thanks everyone. I'll see you the same time next week. Stay tuned as Ross is with us exactly after I finish and have a great weekend. Anybody here, pass me a beer, and I'ma keep playing this music that you hear. And if you know the song, come and sing along with me. Walking with the beach to my left, seat to my right And I'ma get faded at the tiki bar tonight Then I'ma rollin' up like my name is Bob Yeah, I'm gonna party like I'm a Jamaican If you really wanna know where you can find me I'll be unwinding Down in the islands, down in the islands, yeah, sure Track of your timing Grab a drink beside me Down in the islands Down in the islands Could anybody here Pass me the rum And we can find somebody who the steel drums and if you like to speak then everybody dance with me we got the ladies to the left fellas to the right 
And everybody's faded at the tiki bar tonight And we are gonna dance to the rhythm of the waves While we drink Bacardi by the bonfire flames If you really wanna know where you can find me I'll be unwinding Down in the islands, down in the islands Yeah, sure Lose track of your timing Grab a drink beside me To find out what happened the morning after and the night before, Tuesdays 2 p.m. UK time on Line Dancer Radio. 